0: Hello and welcome to The Schooner Pod. I am your host, Bobby Howard. It is game week. With me today, we got Ty Lee. Ty, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Bobby. It's
1: good to be here. And it is exciting that college football is back for the 149th time because it is the 150th season. So obviously, it couldn't have been back the first time. But it is back for the 149th time, 124th time for OU this will be our 125th season so it is very exciting
0: yeah so no it's it, a
1: very exciting time
0: it's it it is a just a thrilling time to be a college football fan uh i'm pretty excited we got this obviously ou doesn't play this weekend but we got these week 0 matchups uh coming on saturday or tomorrow i guess by the time y'all hear this so we're we're all all in on the hype train with Week zero, so you got Florida, Miami, and um, Arizona, uh, Arizona, Hawaii. Always great stuff there. We'll get into those later, but first, uh, let, let's handle a little little housekeeping with the OU stuff. A uh, pretty pretty big decision uh, was made on Monday. As uh, I, I I don't think anyone was shocked, but uh, Jalen Hurts name starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, yeah, we kind of saw this coming, um, but I like. The way that Lincoln runs it, because as we discussed, you know, there's the calculated ambiguity there for other teams um, that you just throw that little bit of uncertainty into their planning. And I, I honestly believe that he's that way with the players, too. And he's not a coach that's just going to say, oh, you're a star and you transfer here. Here's your spot because we don't have anyone there. I, He really makes people earn it. Um, and that is a a mentality and a method that has proven itself on the field, especially with quarterbacks. Obviously, um, so it's not too surprising. But I absolutely love the way that he handles it.
0: Yeah, I like the open competition aspect of it uh, both both with what happened last year with with uh, Kyler Murray, this year with the uh, Hertz. I think it's good. I think it is very yeah. good on morale. I think it gives everyone a, cha- a, a a shot to get in. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and,
1: and, yeah, like like I was saying, I think that it's we kind of know who's going to win it. Obviously, there's a bit of disparity in talent, but I think that it is a legitimate competition. I I know for a fact that if Lincoln had seen something from any of the other quarterbacks that they'd be the starter. Well, something better everybody has their their own little things obviously but yeah i i really like how we did it and i'm excited to see what a uh what a tremendous athlete hurts can become with with lincoln's coaching and and what hurts can bring to to ou in terms of experience and some of the more off the field locker room sideline type things as well
0: yeah and i'm really interested to see um just really, really hurts at his full, full go. We haven't seen that since the sophomore season, obviously lost his job to Tua. Um, but this is, I think, a different Jalen Hurts than the one we're used to seeing. E- even at times at Alabama, it's, it was kind of hard to get a gauge on, on him this past uh, junior year for him because he, you know, was kind of playing spot relief e- either due to a blowout or in the case of the SEC championship, uh, because Tua was terrible um so i'm really looking forward to seeing him kind of get back out there i think as a leader he's incredible not not to say anything against kyler or baker but he has this i don't know kind of like elder statesman type of vibe about him that uh i'm yeah. de- definitely i'm definitely feeling he, he brings a little bit of this i don't know kind of professional workman like attitude that i'm excited to see
1: yeah i i i feel like he's definitely a stronger leader than um than kyler i i definitely wouldn't say baker especially i just recently watched um a lot of the hard knocks as well with the browns and and just the way baker came in with that team obviously everybody kind of knows the story as a rookie you saw it on the field but when you get a peek behind the scenes especially with that show where it was filmed before they even began play and you just see how much of a natural born leader he is um I, I don't think we're going to see a leader on that level for a while, if ever, but I nah. think that, that he's going to be hurts is uh, an improvement in leadership, which is not a slight to Kyler. There's just different personalities. Um, and he's a little bit different of a quarterback than we've had these past couple of years. So it, it'll be exciting to see um, if you're a fan of quarterback play Uh, offense or or anything and it's super exciting as an OU fan just to see Lincoln Riley with all these different kinds of quarterbacks and just watching how his offense adjusts because it's it is tremendous to watch as just a fan of, of football as a whole what he is able to do with an offense so I'm excited just on on the pure football aspect not even as an OU fan
0: yeah it's going to be interesting because i I think there are a lot of people probably over exaggerating a little bit about how different the offense is going to be. I think there'll be a lot of differences uh Hertz is a very different quarterback, but I think you'll I think you'll still see us throw the ball a lot, but in terms of the run game, the designed power running, that's probably the thing I'm most excited to see out of him.
1: yeah, yeah, it's been a while since we've had a power runner under center like that, so
0: Belldozer season? Bring bringing bring back the belldozer. Oh, I love
1: that. I love that <laughs> package, and that was just tremendous.
0: The the amount of energy in the stadium whenever he would run out there was crazy. Yeah. Every every time the belldozer came out, the entire crowd flipped out. It was it was something else. Um and it was it was really one of the most unstoppable things I've ever seen. That was, it, you,
1: that was the great part of it, is that you knew exactly what we were doing when when that was a package. Obviously, there were some times um, Oklahoma State and Bedlam comes to, to mind when we talk about him out there throwing and being a quarterback. He had that amazing moment of brilliance in that one drive against OSU. But for the most part, when that package came out, And it would be like fourth and one, you knew exactly what was going to happen and nobody could do anything about it. And that's what was so, I think, exciting for the fans was it wasn't anything amazing. It was really fullback play as the quarterback, but it was just the fact that you knew exactly what we were going to do down to basically two or three plays that all had pretty much the same defensive scheme to counter them and no one could really stop it. And that was just amazing.
0: That entire set was just so fun, and it, it, it also had a um, uh, future NFL fullback Aaron R- Ripkowski as like kind of the big, the main guy, just yeah, freeing everything up there. It was, it was, it was just a such cool a fun neighbor, time too. Yeah, definitely. And you know, Bell's performance against Oklahoma State in 2013, um, coming in the third string quarterback, uh, which a lot of people forget, he wasn't even the second string guy. They just kind of they brought him in after um uh I think it was Casey Thompson, one of one of the Thompson kids. Uh they brought him in and he didn't really do anything, so they brought him Blake Bell. Um god, what it, that that was just a, that was just such an interesting time to be an OU fan. Um yeah, 20, 2013, weird year. Beat Alabama and Notre Dame, uh but somehow lost to like we we lost to Baylor and Case McCoy. Very weird stuff. Yeah. I don't know how that happens.
1: Very but. unfortunate. I'm glad yeah. that Baylor sucks again. I'm tired of having to worry about Baylor.
0: Uh, me too. I'm glad that everything's <laughs> kind of, Yeah, things have re- returned to what the, like their natural state. You know, it I feels don't like know. nature's I, back.
1: You can't really say that with Iowa State, the third team with odds to win the, the conference.
0: I feel like there's always one random Big 12 team out there. You know, yeah, kind of...
1: I don't, it's usually it's pretty hard to predict preseason, but Iowa State's been an, on a pretty consistent improvement streak, so I think their ranking is is pretty accurate. You know, we've already done our Big Twelve preview, um, but
0: yeah, check it out if you haven't already. Yeah, check
1: that out to hear our takes on Iowa <laughs> State. Bobby's is absolutely trash,
0: but it's just- <laughs> Hey man, I, I I'm a believer in Iowa State, even though they have that that uh, coward Matt Campbell at
1: Yeah, that's at what Co- I was gonna say. There's just an obligatory uh it is now I don't know what day it is. The the August twenty second, maybe the twenty third of twenty nineteen. Matt Campbell has yet to respond due to cowardice. Uh, so you know have we have we, keeping track of that.
0: Other than the podcast we have not issued anything, but he still should be aware of the fact that we're calling him a coward.
1: Yeah, I think we have about twelve listeners per episode, so <laughs> Yeah, no. You know the whole 6 degrees of separation. There's someone that, someone that knows someone that knows someone that knows someone that knows someone that may have at one point unknowingly been within a mile of Matt Campbell.
0: So yeah, one of you guys go um go tell Matt Campbell we're calling him out, little little coward. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um moving on to uh just kind of some some more general OU news. Uh, roster is kind of slowly starting to shape out a bit. We haven't seen um full depth chart yet. Probably going to see that uh next week, but it's looking 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 like the, um Alex Alex Grinch is kind of starting to get his safeties uh, uh looks like I think it's uh, Tur- uh, Turner Yell and Robert Barnes, I believe. Who uh are the guys kind of he's looking at right now um with Buki coming back for that nickel. Um Double name So side.
1: And that's kind of the guys that we expected to be the front runners.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I I think with the whole and we discussed this last uh, last pod with the Norwood injury, it really opens up a lot of room for a guy like Turner Yell, who I really liked uh, in kind of some spot minutes last year. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more with him, And I'm really looking forward to seeing how Grinch implements him into the offense. Defense, but yeah. Defense, my bad, of course, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, hopefully we don't have so many injuries on the O that those guys are out there, but.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of one of those weird little quiet zones. We're we're kind of right at the end of it. The, the only thing left yeah, to do really is just play ball.
1: It's almost a game week, so there is kind of that lull. Um, I know there was a press conference the other day because I, I walked past the stadium and saw all the you know usual suspects um oddly the schooner blog did not get an invite which i must have been lost in the mail or something but
0: oh yeah we Um, i've I've recently moved addresses it's total misunderstanding yeah yeah that's gotta be it (laughs) definitely that has to be it um oh the other jalen hurts thing uh he had that really weird coffee uh coffee bean quote so um he was did you hear about this coffee bean quote he had?
1: No. What he was that?
0: like he was like are you when you're when you're in when you're mixed up in the pot are you going to soak are you going to end up being a is like a carrot or a potato or are you going to be the coffee bean? And he's like I'm trying to be the coffee bean and I I have zero idea what that means. Um I I feel like it was explained to me on Twitter but e- even then it makes no sense. So, yeah, um in terms, of, in terms of this podcast, our roles, are we, are we more coffee bean people? Or are we like, like I don't know, a, a rice? So I mean,
1: it depends on what's in the pot. If, oh, yeah, is, it, it really does. Is it, it just really a does. coffee bean in a pot? Or is there boiling water? Why, why are you just boiling beans of coffee in a pot? That's <laughs> does, not how does, coffee is made. I, like, <laughs> does he understand that the term pot of coffee does not refer to like a kitchen pot? Yeah, does
0: does Jalen Hurts know how to this make coffee? This is an
1: important question. Does Jalen Hurts know how to make coffee? Because it sounds like he doesn't. <laughs> this could lose him the Heisman.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, okay, so also, like, what about cake? Is he? He's probably just a cup guy. All these millennials don't know how to make real, real, real co- uh, like uh, pot of coffee. They just don't like, stick in the little cake cups. It's problematic.
1: I, I, I mean, you've got to assume that is he even aware of those? Because what is he doing with Kurex? Is he is he poking a hole in them and then throwing them in a pot of boiling water?
0: I hey, I, this is this is is like he doing a,
1: them like is he doing them like the the ramen things where you make boiling water and then pour it in there? Is that does he think Keurig cups are all like espresso shots that you boil water <laughs> and pour into?
0: It, maybe I don't know. We're I, gonna I, need to
1: get him on to just we're just gonna ambush him with a question. How do you make coffee?
0: Yeah, we, we we need him yeah, we need him to explain his uh coffee roasting technique here. It makes no sense, but um <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Shout out to Penny in the background. Yeah. <laughs> big, we're um, uh, do-
1: yeah, big- I'm I'm currently I'm also outside. I don't know if you can hear the thunder.
0: Oh yeah, I can hear it raining a bit. It kinda came through here. We're a big dog pod here, so we are got- uh, yeah, well, um, I feel like we've kind of exhausted all of our OU stuff. We're going to get into a lot more of this next week when we have our first real game week pod. Um, I'm so excited for that. We'll really kind of get in, break down the, uh, the depth chart once it kind of, once it drops. And anyways, we're in the final stretch. I mean, one week away. Let's get this thing going. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away, no minimum listenership, start getting that Anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Alrighty, we're going to get started with uh, our weekend spread picks as as you did last year, you can find all of them uh, written up on our blog, the Schooner Blog, as you know. Um, so uh, Ty is obvi- going to be replacing Jameson for um, for the written picks. Uh, you might hear Jameson's thoughts here and there on you know on pods. He might appear on later, but for the purposes, we got Ty on the written as well as old uh, Boat and Blake is back as well out there. Sailing them salty seas, <laughs> looking for crumbs. The um,
1: salty seas of Waco, Texas.
0: Oh yeah, uh, it's t- it's tough out there. But uh, we got to start with week zero. We got to get into it. So let's let's start with the late game of week zero. Uh, Arizona traveling to Hawaii, which I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, obviously, we only have two options. <laughs> no Big Twelve options. But we'll explain the rules when we get closer to that. Um, but yeah, Khalil Tate going to Hawaii, uh, game one. So, um, looking at the spread, the, uh, Arizona Wildcats only favored by 11 points. Um, I don't know, Ty, Ty, Ty you, you actually, I'll give you, uh, the yeah. first, first crack at this. What do so, you think?
1: I'm not going to jump into my pick right away. i so a few, a few weird notes. I, I did a lot of reading on these ones. Um because it's it's week zero and, and week one picks you see a lot of the the stats that don't really mean anything but they sound meaningful you know like Arizona doesn't hasn't lost since they've scored 20 points or more in this many games or Hawaii doesn't lose when they score 30 plus points in the past five seasons like that's pretty much meaningless for this season um, they do both have Really good offenses. Last season, Hawaii was ninth in the whole country in passing, um, which I think they were, like, not even relevant in running. So I think that's more just how uh, unbalanced they are. Uh, But they're a really good passing team, not like they were back in 07. Shout out to uh, Colt Brennan. I don't know if anyone remembers that amazing Hawaii run uh, where they set a bunch of records. Um,
0: All-time classic. I think Ford yeah. actually has a Hawaii jersey, a Colt-Rennen yeah, one. But they,
1: had, they had cool jerseys. I think they kind of changed them a little bit. They had some really cool jerseys back then. Um, and then, obviously, Arizona, everybody knows Khalil Tate. A lot of people were giving him Heisman odds um, when they thought he was going to transfer maybe. I know there was some talk even for him potentially transferring at OU um, way back long ago um but he's set up to kind of be one of the the best quarterbacks that Arizona's ever seen right now he's only sixth in total yards and 12th in passing yards with the history of arizona so i have no idea who, who has been better than him but they've had a lot of people i guess that have been significantly better i can't think of a single one but uh that's kind of weird to me um but i think he's kind of suffered by lack of quality coaching probably he uh he's definitely one of those dudes that has a lot of raw talent um and and speaking of talent Arizona's returning a lot of guys this year and they're returning a lot of guys that are pretty crucial to their first in conference rushing um offense which that's the pac-12 so but uh they are the best in the pac-12 at rushing and their O line is fourth in the entire nation and tackles for losses and they're returning four dudes. So I think that it's pretty safe to say that Arizona is going to win this one, obviously playing in Hawaii is a little rough, but it's their first game. So they should be well rested either way. And Arizona plays a really fast offense. So my, my shot is Arizona wins it. Um, but I have Hawaii getting the cover.
0: Okay. Just because okay.
1: I'm trying to play it safe, trying to spread it out. It's week zero. We don't follow these teams. We don't know a lot about them. So I'm going to play conservative on these, these first throws here of the season. And uh, Arizona takes the win. Hawaii takes the cover. That's my call for this late game for week zero.
0: That's, I mean, that really speaks wonders about how bad Arizona is that the safe pick is them uh, not being able to cover 11 against Hawaii. Well, um, it's
1: it, it's not that they aren't the better team, because they are. They're significantly the better team in this matchup. It's just Hawaii has the offensive weapons. Um, and I think Hawaii has the upset potential and i just don't see him doing 11 points i can see 10 uh, but 11 you know that's that's a whole nother you know field goal or, or touchdown to get you up over that 11 mark so i just don't see it
0: yeah I, I, it's and honestly the, the hawaii pick's going to be very trendy i can already guarantee you, Blake's like uh, going to pick Hawaii to uh, probably win, knowing him. Uh, and I, I just this this just feels like a little too perfect of a of a setup here. The, the thing about Hawaii on island games, they're always a really big trip up for the other team because they happen, you know, kind of in the middle of the schedule. Having to go all the way to Hawaii is a big time jump. Obviously, uh, a, a pretty big issue when you're having to uh, acclimate to to that uh, time jump, um, and it could be distracting. I mean, it's Hawaii, um, but but the thing is, yeah. the fact that it's the first game of the year, I think I think yeah. that'll be negated a bit. Um, I I keep thinking about uh, uh, Kevin Sumlin here, maybe not the best disciplinarian uh, to to. Yeah. <laughs> to handle this one, but in general, I just, I don't see Hawaii. I, I don't see Hawaii I pulling this one off. Uh, I think, I think there's another upset prime for the taking, uh, later in their schedule and Oregon state comes there. I, I'm blocking Oregon state there, but this just, it seems too good to be true for this game. So, um, give me Arizona to cover. I don't think it's going to be a massive cover, but I just don't see them. I, I just don't see Hawaii keeping it within two touchdowns. Uh, but Honestly, I, I kind of would like to see them uh, yeah. take that win. I, who, who doesn't root for, for Hawaii unless you're, I don't know, a Conference USA rival or whatever, Mountain West, whatever, wherever they are. I can't remember.
1: They're Mountain West.
0: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. That's right. But, yeah, so unless you just, you know, are a Mountain West rival, how, do you, how could you not root for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors? They're yeah. awesome. They're yeah. the best. Cool,
1: and, and I think I think really the key thing is they are a, a persistent trap game for anyone that plays them at home because of that, you know, Hawaii thing. But I think like we both said, being the first game of the season, Arizona's not accustomed to playing aways for their opener, but I think that being the first game of the season, um that is definitely significantly diminished as a uh, as an advantage. I just don't see it really factoring into the point that Hawaii can pull off the win.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I I just think, and also Khalil Tate's going to be healthy in the first game of the year. I assume yeah. he's healthy, so I think that's that's going to make the difference. So um, I got Arizona covering. You got Hawaii covering. Moving that- on to the other game. <laughs> The other game, uh, the Florida bowl, Florida versus Miami, only the seventh time they've met since nineteen eighty seven, which is crazy. Uh, can read I did a little rundown on this game uh, at, the, at the beginning of this week. You should check it out. Uh, very good stuff on the Schooner blog. But um, yeah, Miami or Miami goes in unranked, uh, first year under head coach Manny Diaz, and Florida uh, is a top top ten team looking to possibly take control of the SEC East. Ty, what do you do? You, do you think the, do you think um, the Hurricanes have a shot at this one?
1: First off, I don't think Florida has a shot in the world at the SEC East. Um, I just I'm real high on uh, on Jake Fromm and on Georgia, uh, and I, I just don't think Florida has a shot. I think they had a, a good run last year. I think they'll probably replicate that this year. Were they 10 and three last year? I believe. So, yeah. yes, yeah, they were they lost last year.
0: They somehow lost double digit games to uh Missouri and Kentucky, but then killed Michigan.
1: Yeah, well, Michigan is one of those teams. I uh, will see how they are this year. They're supposed to be a little bit better, but they are. They're And Michigan, is basically Oklahoma State with an ass ton of money, <laughs> which I guess just makes them Texas, but. They're uh, more Texas.
0: Yeah, they're they're Texas, really. That's I think that's a very so, like, good if comparison. You
1: if you're not like an Ohio State fan and you don't hate them, then all you see is them on the like. Because I I don't really care about Michigan. I like to make like Harbaugh jokes. Like I assume that people don't care about Texas. Joke about Tom Herman still. But like Texas, I see all the Texas is back like blah blah blah, and I'm just automatically like, oh it's bullshit because I'm an OU fan. But when you really think about it, you hear pretty much the same stuff and get the same results from from Michigan. So I, Michigan is the Texas of the North. That's just that's a hot take for today. I have no idea how I got off on
0: this tangent, but Michigan. I, is I don't the think Texas it is a hot north. take. Think about it. Like they, all of their success happened. Like I don't know when when it's Yale like preseason was high,
1: but they can never make it out of their conference.
0: They can't. They can't even beat Ohio State. Look at their record against the Buckeyes. It's it's like OSU level bad against us. It's yeah. terrible. Anyways, that's a Michigan How do we tangent to that. I cause I don't know. Florida and Michigan oh, Florida. are always Florida, Florida tied beat to each them. other. Yeah,
1: Florida beat yeah. them, and you were making it sound like an accomplishment.
0: Yeah. I, I well by that much. Come did on. Did they That's, beat good, that's in, a good. That did is they a beat good. Beat them point. at Michigan? No, nah, Peach Bowl. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Oh, in a bowl game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a bowl game. Bowl games, take them with a grain of salt. But well, anytime you not, can beat no, a team no, no, like no. that.
1: Winning your mediocre bowl game is better than making it to the playoffs. That's also a Texas thing.
0: That's, they are <laughs> Texas, but they actually lost this time. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so Florida-Miami. Miami coming in with a new coach. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about Florida. I, see, I actually think they have a shot at the SEC East. I don't think mainly because I think Georgia is going to be a lot more vulnerable than people think. From's great. I I, I I like him as a game manager type of guy. But look look at what they've lost. They lost Holyfield. They lost a bunch of receivers. This this is a team that is going to be breaking in a lot of new guys. Yeah, um, and, and I want want to see them pan out first.
1: You can say that about Georgia last year though. Like they lost, um, what was the name? The Roquan the the linebacker. It yeah, was just like ridiculous.
0: And Chubb and, uh, and uh, Sony Michelle. Yeah.
1: yeah, so they they have weapons. Like They recruit well. It's Georgia. They're in the SEC. Georgia is a tremendous state for high school football. And they've kind of suffered by their in-state teams being horrible and, and getting their, their best players cherry-picked out to other SEC teams. And now that they're doing good, um, they're able to, to eat up those recruits that bama and florida were taking previously so i don't i i think i think georgia has some weapons that i think we're not aware of just because we don't follow it so not to again get off on the tangent of our predictions for the sec east but
0: yeah and i think it's i think florida's going to be an interesting team this year i i i'm struggling to put my finger on them really um but this is a this is a game they really need to win if they want to make any noise with anything, and I think it's a game they can win. By the way, Gators favored by seven points here, neutral site in Orlando. Figure I should mention that if we're doing a spread pot. Do,
1: do you have seven or seven point five?
0: I I got them at seven earlier this week, um, but I can go back and check at what it's like now. Uh,
1: seven point five from two four seven. I think it was less than twenty four hours old, but.
0: All right, let's let's check Bavada. Just well, well, actually, I always here here's always here's also the rule is whatever line I get at the start of the weekend, uh, I usually get unless it changes too much, just to two, keep things consistent for when we're writing the yeah. the spread. So uh, we two usually hours just ago, two
1: four seven said seven
0: point five. Yeah, let's let's do seven point five just just to make things interesting. So okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's I think that's a very good I think that's a bit of a low line. I think Florida is going to blow out Miami, um, maybe not blow out, but I think they're gonna I think they're going to far surpass at seven points. And the the thing is, Miami's offense is is a is a joke. Um, we yeah. don't know who their quarterback is. Uh, it's sure not Tate Martell, who's apparently trying to pull a Paul Thompson and play wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, What's it's.
1: Up? What's his name? Is uh, is he even gonna be there? Tate Martell. Yeah, he might be yeah. starting for Hawaii next week.
0: <laughs> Honestly, he should do that. Just try to pull a Colt Brennan. <laughs> That'd be that, That's the way to do it. <laughs> Make that move, Tathan. We 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 need you in the in the uh, Hawaii early morning games. We want we want that. We want we want what's best for you, Tathan. You. you... Because I'm sure you're one of our 12 listeners, you and you and uh, Matt Campbell. <laughs> um, but, anyways, um, I think Miami's a total mess. I wasn't a big yeah. fan of Manny Diaz at Texas, and as a head coach, I, I just this is this is a tough draw for your first game. Um, both teams have great defenses, but Florida has a pretty good offense with Felipe Franks and uh, um, LaMichael P. Ryan. Shout out to P. Ryan. I, I think yep. they're just. I just, I, I just think Florida's at a completely different level uh, of a program right now. Miami's a bit, is a total mess after uh, the after Mark Richt left. And yeah, uh,
1: I think Florida's a true top ten team, and in Miami, I think we'll see them maybe peak into the top twenty five a little bit throughout the season. But yeah, Florida's a true top ten team this year. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, so give me the Gators to cover seven and a half, seven, whatever. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you have, Ty?
1: Yeah. So I, again, Florida was 10 and three last year. Miami was seven and six and everyone's kind of expecting a a drop off from Miami. Um, I don't know if you remember, they kind of lost a game, uh, and then went on a, a pretty big winning streak and then basically just didn't win for the rest of the season.
0: Um,
1: But one of the things that really helped them was uh, they had a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous turnover ratio. Um, Not necessarily because of the turnover chain, but just because that's what their defense focused on. That was kind of their trick. Was, hey, let's just constantly practice to create turnovers. Um, And the turnover chain was just a... from the, the focus on turnovers it wasn't, we made the turnover chain and then we started getting turnovers. Like a lot of people think. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I, the Florida... 7, definitely. 7.5. I, I still think, yeah, they had a a really decent offense. I don't say good offense, lightly, just because I'm an OU fan, so I'm used to a whole nother level, but for A lot of the nation, Florida has a really good offense. And they have a a solid defense as well. And I think they're just ironing out some kinks. They definitely had some weird moments last season with their entire team. But I just don't think a declining Miami that was barely bowl eligible last season. I just don't see it. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of emotion, a lot of hype. Miami's always a, a team that's really hyped up and really looking to play. Miami actually leads the series twenty nine to twenty six. I don't. We didn't mention that at the start, um, which is interesting that it's such a closely matched rivalry. Um, and then, like you said, they haven't they haven't played regularly since nineteen eighty seven, which was also the last time they met in a home opener. But I think that this will be a disappointing one for a week zero because I don't think it is going to be the the grand. You know competitive real neat game to watch that they thought it was going to be when they scheduled it, but I think they also just found the only two teams that would agree to a uh the week zero opener here so
0: <laughs> week zero I, at the camping world stadium
1: <laughs> yeah i I think that Florida has it uh pretty easily, but to add a little wrinkle of of interestingness, the current point total line is 47 points. What do you think about that?
0: 47? is
1: something you weren't thinking about. Yeah, so I, I want to get your natural reaction here. I also didn't prepare or devote any thought towards it, so we'll try to get my natural reaction as well. But 47, do you think they're going to make it or not?
0: i'm going to go under uh, I think that Florida defense is going to absolutely swamp miami's offense there we you mentioned turnovers with Miami. The gators were very good at turning that ball over as they well
1: were, I, f- I forgot to mention that they were just slightly worse. I think Miami was um, twelve to one i I'm drawing a blank as to how turnovers are are measured um but Miami's metric was twelve. It was a positive 12, 12 to 1, whatever, and Florida was like 10.
0: Yeah. Um, or, whatever the metric is
1: for, for turnover ratio.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean they were it's... both
1: in the in the top of the nation in terms of the turnover ratio. So but that's a trick I think that Florida should hopefully return a little bit better than Miami is.
0: Yeah, and it's it's just that Florida offense is going to be a lot better. Dan Mullen. They're I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I don't know if they'll be any better than they were last year, but I think they're going to what whatever Miami trots out there, it's not going to be as good as Florida's offense that they have. No. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the Gators make enough stops, really put the clamps on Miami, and they just I, I think it's gonna be a bit of a defensive struggle. So give me the under.
1: Yeah, I forty seven.
0: I know life's too short to bet the under, but I I, I really feel about under.
1: I see, I definitely see Miami getting less than 20 points.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I can't go with 14 points for Miami. So if I go 14 for Miami, mm, yeah, I'm going to go under. I I don't believe in Florida's offense that much. Yeah. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under as well.
0: All right. So we got uh unders on that and then uh I think we both have Florida. So
1: Florida covering, yep. Florida, Florida cover.
0: All right, that's Florida pretty
1: takes solid. W and covers. Yeah,
0: pretty solid week pre- pretty solid week zero. So um a little warm up for us here. Uh anyways, well I think that's about it. Is there are there any notes you want to share before we leave?
1: No. Uh I uh, have not been focusing on football as much this week because school has started back. Uh, But I'm excited for, for this weekend to, to kind of pivot back into football a little bit and devote a little bit more time because Sunday it will technically be a, a game week again for us. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to tailgating, looking forward to going to the games. So that'll be fun. Um, and I think that we're, you know, it's week zero for us, too. So we still got some cobwebs to knock off. This <laughs> is, I guess, technically my uh, first season, really. I guess you could call true. me a red shirt because I've jumped in on this a little bit. But this is going to be my first season starting here uh, with the weekly picks and, and analysis. So a little little rusty. But uh, we're going to knock the cobwebs off. and kind of the point of the week zero one is so that we're we're ready and we're ready to go for that week one that first OU game that's what you guys listen to this for so
0: oh yeah this is a nice little warm-up before the uh before the real thing yep. so yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to it um actually having some football to talk about instead of you know speculation and all that it's it's ugh, I'm, I'm so pumped, well, I'm so pumped. Yeah.
1: we'll still be a little speculative again with the a lot of the preseasons, it's it's hard because, like I talked about earlier, when you you start to research the games, a lot of the stats you're getting is you might get the, the tentative depth chart, and then you just get a bunch of weird stats that really don't have any meaning other than just spot fillers, and they kind of catch people's eyes. Like you're gonna see like OU is this and this with Lincoln Riley. You're gonna see stuff like hurt stats from Bama like he's this and this as a starter like that's none of that really means anything of, yeah of substance for for that first game against Houston so be prepared yeah. to, to see a lot of that but we'll kind of sift through that for you guys for the listeners and, and the readers
0: oh yeah we've been saving the, we've been saving the good Houston stuff for uh, next week so yep uh yeah so anyways uh, make sure to um, follow us on all of our social media at the Schooner blog or Insta Schooner on uh, Instagram. We have a lot of we have some really cool stuff planned for y'all this football season, especially with the whole 125th uh, year thing. We're, we're, we're excited to unveil that for y'all. But um, follow us on all that for all of our written stuff. Uh, obviously, uh, subscribe to us on, well, wherever you get your podcasts. Hit us up with that five star review. We love the five star reviews and uh, leave a comment or something we we like comments we we we're, we're, we're learning we're we're going to go a back
1: and we will read it and I'll,
0: someone tell Matt Campbell we're talking talking shit yep. so Matt let, let Campbell, him know you, can
1: leave, you could even leave a comment Matt to reply
0: Matt Campbell this is your formal whatever. invitation yeah whatever Com- medium you choose yeah what, what, he's he probably uses some i don't i don't probably uses what like some obscure Podcasting medium because he's a he's a he's a weenie he's a loser. He's <laughs> out here, I don't know. He, he's, a, he's out yeah. here on. He, I'm sure you're probably listening to this on your Zoom, Matt Campbell. Probably,
1: Whatever you whatever you comment, I will read it. It might get blurb. It might get bleeped, bleeped, blurb, bleeped,
0: bleep, bleeped, bleeped. It might bleeped. get
1: redacted in its entirety. But uh, that's weird how I can say redacted, but I can't say bleeped. It might get rejected in its entirety or in part, but I will read the entirety of whatever you guys comment. So go ahead and leave some comments.
0: Leave them. Leave them comments. So, anyways, uh, anything you want to say before we go? No, nope, just uh,
1: excited for the season and Boomer Sooner.
0: Yeah, we'll be back in full force next week. Let's get this thing going. Have a very good week zero, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Boomer Sooner.
1: Hang on a second. She went not pee, so... She's good. I'll be in a second. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> That's... We're at a good point to, to cut, there. Okay. Yeah. You're ready to Yeah, start. yeah. yeah so...